Now, Peter Shirley is well known as uh, one of the legends of Christian music in Australia. That's uh, right. Certainly contemporary Christian music. And uh, he's also your pastor. Tell us about your church in Tassie. Yeah, well, um, yeah, Peter's um, got into pastoral ministry um, in the last 10 years, and he still you know, manages to um, tour as a musician as well. So I don't know how he does it sometimes. <laughs> but anyway, um, the church is... Uh, um, it's, it's a good church. It's um, very Bible-based. Um, Peter's, you know, got a great gift of, um, of preaching. And, um, yeah, it's it probably... You know, I never like to sort of worry too much about um, numbers of people, but I suppose we would maybe have around three... 300 plus on a Sunday. Oh, fantastic. In, in beautiful Devonport, Tasmania. Mm. Uh, and, mate, tell us a little bit little about uh, when you were a finalist in the Young Australian of the Year Awards. Was that uh, a, a big door that opened for you? That uh, d- Did you get a lot more opportunities after that? Well, it, it did. Um, um, that, that was quite a while ago now, um, sort of at the, at the start, of, um, start of my journey with music. But... Uh, um, yeah, it's hard to say. I, I think the year after that happened, there were a lot of, of good doors open, particularly here in Tassie. And, um, you know, we were able to do a number of tours and that sort of thing. But um, it, as with anything, you, you never quite know <laughs> what exactly what effect it has. And so I suppose, um, um, but I'm sure it did have a positive one. And you've also written and performed in several musicals. Tell us about those. Yeah, well, look, again, um, the, um, they, over the years, um, were probably more towards the start of um, of my musical journey. Um, but, uh, you know, after I left uh, study and, and went into um, being a full-time musician, so I, I I actually was part of writing a musical. We called it The Innkeeper's Christmas, which is a... Um, um, basically the Christmas story from the innkeeper's point of view the innkeeper that told Mary and Joseph that there was no room for them in, in the inn. And he sees these um, this amazing set of events taking place from his point of view and it makes a, a great impact on his life and he ends up, you know, turning to, to worship Jesus as a result of that. And um, anyway, we, we basically, it was, it was myself and uh, a few others put it together. Um, I was a composition student at the time at the conservatorium so I did it as part of my my composition study and um, but it, it was a great experience we had um, probably about a hundred people involved between the cast and the orchestra and um, yeah it was just it, I think it made a, a big impact on people and uh, and that's what you know what I'm about it is really trying to use music in order to um, you know, bring the message of, of Jesus to people and, and you know, that, that message of hope and, and salvation as well. Um, so, yeah, there, there was that one and then I, I was involved in uh, playing the part of Joseph in production of, t- of Joseph and the Technicolor Dreamcoat, which was a lot of fun. Yeah. And, um, yeah, I really enjoyed that. It was good. And, mate, when you uh, perform at a school, you know, to the younger generation, uh, tell us what's the message that you bring. Well, um, the most recent one I did um, last year at Riverside High, uh, Girls High in Sydney, and um, um, really I, I was talking about how my faith in 
in Jesus had, had really impacted me and and the sorts of things that, that it had, um, I suppose, the practical outworking of it in my life, how it affects me day to day, and, and particularly how some of the tough times that I've been through in life, how God can help you through that. And, um, you know, and really his His presence is so strong, has been so strong strongly with me during those times. Um yeah, just the reality of God experiencing God in a, a very real way, and and sort of sort of being being able to um, share that with the with the students, and um, yeah, hopefully they can see that it's more more than just um, theory. And I noticed uh, the uh, there's a great photo on your album cover, Luminescence, uh, beautiful uh, cloudy sky in the background. You're out walking at night. What's the uh, what's the meaning behind the album, Luminescence? Oh well, um, luminescence is, um, <clears throat> and I'll, I'll have to try and get it correct here. <laughs> I sometimes get a bit confused, but the actual definition is um, a light that's e- emitting from within itself. So it's not something that's, um, you know, ref- is it, it, it's sort of yeah, yeah, something that's emitting light. Or um, and, and really, the uh, the message behind that was the idea that. Um, you know, as, as Christians, we're called to be the light of the world, yeah. and um, of course, that light, you know, isn't our own. Doesn't come from our own strength or power or anything, but it comes from Christ living within us. And um, and so, I suppose that was the, you know, the the association there. I'm curious to know about your daily devotions habits. What what do you do to be into the Word of God regularly? Yeah, well. well um, over time, it's it's varied a little bit, but um, what I'm finding really um, great at the moment is I, I've been um, doing a devotion series on on um, the U Version Bible, you know, that you can get on your iPad and and phone and everything. And so I, I'll read that, and then there will be a verse, and then I'll I'll read, you know, basically the whole chapter and just study and and meditate on that. What a wonderful thing to do because I mean you'd be so busy traveling all the time and you know on the road uh, but being in the in the word of God every day uh, would be like I guess a real food source for you to be able to share uh, what God puts in your heart every day huh well absolutely I mean you, you you know I find that I just got into the habit so much of um, of studying God's word every day that I, I would feel you know as if as if I would if I didn't have my breakfast or lunch, yeah. really. Yeah. It, but, uh, you know, and, and I mean, you know, talking about travelling, I, I mostly do, um, you know, do most of my uh, performing work on weekends and stuff now, so I'm I'm home a lot during the week. Um, but, um, you know, whether you're home or, or away somewhere, it doesn't really matter. You need that... Um, you know, that strength that comes from spending time with God. I noticed that you're uh, fairly active on Facebook and social media. How important is that as an artist to be able to connect with uh, your, uh, your your fans? Well, I, I, I'm, <laughs> it's, I'm probably one of these people that reluctantly goes on Facebook rather than, you know, enjoys it. <laughs> uh, I do it more because I, I feel that it's a way of, of having an impact and... and uh, um, one of the things that I, I try to do with it is, besides just updating people about my activities and stuff, is to, 
is to just share some of the things that, that God has shown me, you know, in my own Bible readings. Um, hopefully that's an encouragement to other people as well. Now, mate, um, there might be people listening that uh, have never heard the gospel, that don't uh, know what it is to come to Christ. Would you share with our listeners what is the gospel and how do people respond to it? Well, look, um, I mean, basically um, one of the the first things for us as human beings to realise is that um, the Bible says that we're all sinners. Um, Now, that might sound like a very affronting type of of thing to say because I think deep down, you know, we we want to feel as if we are um, inherently good. And, um, you know, I think that, that as people, there, there are many good things about us. But um, um, the bottom line is that when, when the Bible says, um, you know, all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God, it really is talking about the fact that we don't measure up to a standard of perfection you know, in our lives. And uh, I think everybody w- would understand, you know, that if we'd even just told one lie or gossiped about somebody or done done something, that would qualify us to fall short of that standard of perfection. So it's not in any way a criticism of people. It's just something that as a human race we, we are. Um, and, and the reason for that is, is because right at the, at the start of... Um, of creation, God created Adam and Eve and, and gave them a choice as to whether they would obey him or not. And he said, you know, if you you could eat anything you like except for the fruit of this particular tree, and, and if you do that, then um, you'll surely die. That's what, what he, he said to them. They went ahead and did that, and so that um, sinful nature um, has basically been, it's, it's like a, I suppose, like a disease that spread to all humankind. Um, so if we realise that and um, we realise that, you know, we are in a predicament, um, sometimes I like to, to say it's a bit like um, being on the Titanic. Um, a lot of people for, for several hours after the Titanic hit the iceberg really didn't believe that it was going to sink. That's, that's how I understand it. And um, and so they didn't realise their need to be saved. Um, you know, people were, were a little bit blasé, at least at the start. Um, and it's the same with us. You know, a lot of people don't realise their need to be saved. Um, but God has um, has let us know that through through the Bible. But He's also He hasn't left us in our sins. He's He's um, made a way for us to be saved from that and um and that way is by um trusting in, in jesus as our savior and um the way that i sometimes like to illustrate that is is going back to the titanic again is that you know people needed to realize that they needed saving and then they needed to hop into a boat otherwise they were not going to be saved and uh, um um in the Bible, it says, you know, for the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life uh, through Jesus. And it's through um, faith in Jesus and faith in his um, death and his resurrection and and the availability of that um, um, that for us that, that um, 
righteousness, if you like, which is a term that just means to to, um, to be right with God, that comes through believing and trusting and adhering to God as opposed to us just trying to, to clean up our behaviour on our own. And we find that, um, you know, when we trust in, in Christ and when we... Um, when we believe in him fully that the, he he then gives us a new nature and he um we become at that point what we call born again and so um from that point uh we have eternal life and uh, we we know for sure that we would go to be with uh, with God one day in heaven and that would be something we could be sure of and then of course he sends the holy spirit and works with us and we find that our our behaviour and those other sins and that start to um, to improve, and we become, you know, on a path to maturity. So <laughs> I hope that um, yeah, I hope that that's it in a nutshell. Uh, mate, that's very good news. And uh, Stephen, I can tell that you uh, passionately believe. Uh, in the gospel and the power of the go- the gospel to change people's lives, and that's, uh, that's right, why yeah, you do what absolutely. you do. And uh, if people want to find out more about your music ministry, they can go to the website stephenatkins.com.au. Stephen, I reckon you're a history maker. Thanks for joining us. Oh, thank you, Matt. It's been a, a real um, pleasure. Thank you. Thanks for joining us on History Makers. If you'd like to listen to this interview again, just go to historymakers.tv. There you'll find links to Facebook, Twitter and Instagram. You can subscribe to our iTunes podcast or check out our YouTube clips. And you can find out about History Makers TV. We are a faith-based ministry and we appreciate every donation. You know, the vision of History Makers is to share the good news of Jesus Christ to the nations of the world. If you'd like to partner with us, send us an email, info at historymakersradio.com. God bless you. Have an awesome day. I'm Matt Prater. And why don't you go and make history? History Makers. History Makers is proudly sponsored by Bible League, who serve the local church and other partners around the world by providing Bibles, scripture materials and training to help people meet Jesus. They provide God's Word to a lost and needy world. Bible League plants Bibles in prisons, among persecuted Christians and in poor nations, bringing the love and light of Christ into many people's lives around the world. Make history today by joining our friends at Bible League and planting a Bible that will help someone meet Jesus. Go to bl.org.au. Station sponsor.